The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Friday morning. Welcome in, everybody, to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yow, joined, as always, by Mo Patton. Coach Mike on the controls to my left. To my right, we have the other intern. Intern one, as we like to call him. Andrew Moore in the house. Andrew, what's going on, man? It's good to see you. It's Friday. It's exciting. Every time we see you, you know it's a good day because it's yeah. Friday. No doubt. <laughs> we like seeing Andrew come through the door. And for the record, the, the numbers, one, two, what have you, are assigned chronologically. Chronologically, yeah. So, <laughs> that's a, that's so, how it goes. So, Lawson, if you're listening, that's why Andrew's number one because he was – First. And Lawson, if you're not listening, what are you doing with your life right now? Ranking, rankings to be determined later. My guess Just is <laughs> if Lawson's not listening, it's probably because he's asleep. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> we know. We know. Hey, hey, I just want to make sure. Make sure everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Man, what a week it has been as we have successfully recovered, I think, for the most part. I think after this weekend, we will... It only took you a week. Well, I think after this weekend with not having to be anywhere, which, I mean, I have a wedding tomorrow, but that's not a big deal. Uh, not having to get up and, and and just being able to chill all weekend, that'll be the recovery really necessary to get past spring fling. So it's it's been a good week. We've had four really good shows. If you've not, if you've missed any of the shows, go back and listen to the podcast because we, we had some fantastic guests the uh, the special guest podcast is loaded right now. It's pretty solid. So, if we uh, do say so ourselves, go back and check that out. We've got three more fantastic guests today, uh, all in a row. <laughs> We're just going to roll through some guests today. We've got a lot to talk about, though, and we are going to get to all of it. Um, man, appreciate you guys. Hanging out with us on WKOM 1017 FM as we come to you live from the Lee Company studio right here on West 7th. It is a beautiful day in Columbia. Beautiful. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than this. It's not oppressively hot and it's not raining. So, yeah, as JP graces us with his presence. Always enjoy when JP Plant walks through the front door saying good morning to everybody. It has been a 
a good week with some great shows, and today is no different. So let's give you a brief rundown on what we are going to be uh, getting into today. We have with us in the next segment, new Columbia Central principal, Kevin Eady, is going to join us. We'll talk about his two coaching openings and what his plans are and perhaps a timeline that's involved there. Uh, VandySports.com's Chris Lee will join us in segment three as we talk and get ready for the College World Series to begin. And also, he tweeted out some interesting information that we actually talked about earlier this week. So... We talked about it on a on a couple of instances. Right. Actually, we talked about it with um, Marin Angus from Running Poles, and we talked about it briefly with Teresa Walker of the Associated Press yesterday. Yeah, um, apparently, the topic of the softball at Vanderbilt is being broached. Which, there for a time, it was like the two should never be mentioned in the same thought. <laughs> right. And so cause it, it, I guess because it made too much sense. So Chris is going to join us in segment three, and we'll talk about a little bit about that. He didn't have a whole lot of information. There's not a whole lot of information to give, but what information he does have, we'll talk to him about it. Uh, of course, Nashville Sounds play-by-play voice Jeff Him joins us in the 10 o'clock hour as the sounds just keep rolling. And there was no, they left zero doubt last night, left no doubt last night. So the, uh, the sounds tie a franchise record for consecutive wins with 15. Uh, we'll talk about that and how, if it's possible for them to break that record tonight. Of course, we'll talk about the Braves and some big news out of the Southeastern conference as well. Just a lot to get to today. Um, we we're not sure if we'll have some NASCAR, but I'm, I'm well. Yes. I mean, so we, it's kind of hard not to have some NASCAR talk, considering yeah. where they're racing on Sunday. So, just saying, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> and that um, had, that happens to be where they're racing. Uh, June fifth, uh, NASCAR. Well, June fifth is, is yeah. Let's see, because. Or I'm sorry, uh, this Sunday is um, the Toyota Save Mart in Sonoma. So it's Sonoma, another ra- okay. it's another race course, right? And of course, we've got the, Coca- the following. The, we got the Coca Cola 600 that happened last week, right? So lots to get into. Um, the All Star race is next week, and woohoo! Right. <laughs> I hate the NASCAR race. I'm overwhelmed by your excitement. <laughs> I hate the NASCAR race because it's at Charlotte, and it's not fun racing. You'd prefer for it to be at anywhere but Charlotte oh, or okay. any other super speedway. <laughs> Literally anywhere else. Give me somewhere where we can actually see some racing instead of some single file running. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> No, they don't want to, you know, it's an all-star race. They don't want to wreck each other while they're at it. Um, that is true. I mean, it's an all-star race. You don't want to get anybody hurt yeah. in an all-star like race. Mi- Much like, like an all-star game. <laughs> Pretty sure there's a million bucks on the line. 
which is why I would be involved. But, you know, <laughs> if I were to be involved, that would be the reason. Oh, Andrew, any chance the Titans sign Julio Jones today? Today? Or, or trade today. for today. Julio Jones? Uh, probably not today. Not I think today. this is another two to three week kind of drag. I've heard, it, I've heard it even dangled out there to – the training camp, you know, please the latest trade of training training no, camp. I'm not trying to hear that. Can we just make it? Let's just go ahead and get either get him here or get him somewhere. Okay. Hey, the longer the longer it drags out, the more PR he gets out of it. So, oh, yeah. well, I mean, here's the thing: he has no control over it. That's right. He it's doesn't the have Falcons. Any control. The Falcons control all of this. Either they're going to trade him or they're not. Either they're going to trade him today or they're not. You know, Julio's got nothing to do with that. Well, wouldn't you think just because Julio being Julio and what he's been for the franchise, he might get well, a, a little... I'd like to think that they're talking to him. Here's right. what we've got, Julio. You know, we want to make this as beneficial for you as possible and as beneficial right. for us as possible. I mean, I don't think they're going to take a bad trade just to treat Julio right. with the respect that he deserves. Yeah. But, but I'd like to think that there are some conversations along those lines going on. Would you rather be in Nashville, Seattle, or Foxborough? Tennessee, Nashville makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense to me for a guy from Foley, Alabama. Way more sense sense than anybody else who's in the running, considering he's from Foley. He played in Tuscaloosa. He has played nowhere but Atlanta. Yeah. Why would you want to play anywhere outside the South? That'd be crazy. And certainly, why would you want to play in Foxborough? Foxborough? No, thank you. Yeah, it's awfully cold up there. Ask Shaq Mason. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just curious your thoughts there. Um, before we get to the rundown real quick, let's uh, – there one story that we had on the website yesterday. You, uh, last night. Uh, <laughs> last night. Yeah. But it, it got up yesterday. It did, yeah. yeah. Um, Roman Woodson, the dual sport athlete from Columbia Central, speaking of – Another story that's up on the website. We have um, the TSSAA recently recognized student athletes that take part in three sports or more during the school year. There were like 36, 3,700 of those across the state this year. And all of those in our coverage area were listed basically in an article on the website at sm-tnsports.com. So um, check that out when you get a chance. Roman only played two sports, so he's not in there. But um, football and track and field athlete Roman Woodson signed yesterday with Lee University over in Cleveland. He's going a long jump over there and had a heck of a career doing so at Central, um, went to the state as a freshman, which was his first year of track, and as a sophomore, obviously missed his junior year because of the pandemic, as did everybody, and this year pulled a hamstring right before regionals and did not qualify, but he was coming off of a grade eight victory in the long jump where he went um, 23-8 and three quarters to win that, so... Bright future in the long jump. Um, Dallas Steele says that the fact that he'll be able to concentrate on his craft there without football getting in the way kind of um, helps his upside at the collegiate level. So looking forward to that. So congratulations to him. 
And we talked a lot about Connor Henson yesterday. We're going to talk some more. Because his dad, Brady, when we had him on yesterday, didn't tell us. When he told us that Connor was asleep yesterday morning, he didn't tell us that by the end of the day he was going to have run in an invitational up in St. Louis and put up a monster time. So Connor ran. It was an, a mile. It was an actual mile, not 1,600 meters. Um, at the Big River Running Invitational. Great name for a track meet in St. Louis, by the way. So he runs a 412.48 mile up there to finish fifth, um, finished two seconds behind the winner, Aiden Britt from Lebanon, actually, who ran a 410.02. But his 1600 time up there was 411.02. Keep in mind that last week at Spring Fling, he ran a 424.15 in the 1600 meters. Do the math. 13 seconds ahead of his winning time at Spring Fling. That's insane. I, like I told you, this dude runs a mile and 1,600 meters faster than I can run a 40. <laughs> like, I mean. Uh, I'm not running a 40, so I, I don't know. But I feel pretty certain that he would be quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kid's a cyborg, man. I mean, it's just crazy. And. As you watch him, it looks like no matter how far he's running or how fast he's running, it looks like when he finishes, he's always got something still in the tank, which I guess explains the four twelve forty eight yesterday running of a so, mile and the sixteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wind wins by going away. You know, wins going away at spring fling, and then cuts ten seconds off of his run. I think it's competition driven to some yeah. degree when you're running in a fast field. You. Pick it up. Yeah, so congratulations to him, and we'll be continuing to keep an eye on him. I bet there was a bunch of people crossing the finish line at the same time. If he finished fifth, two seconds behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it looks like they were all kind of bunched up right what, there. Wasn't that time? Now, where was that race in, in Springfield? Where did that fall in his three races? The 1600 was his first race. Yeah. Okay, so it's very possible that he was kind of – Saving gas mm-hmm. in the tank because he knew he had he two more long races ahead. Right, of him. so he was. You know, so that's and because he was he was well ahead of anybody right. else. In the right, team. and this may have been his only race. I think it here. was. And so, right, so he yeah. Can... yeah, the winning time yesterday was a four ten oh two, which was from Lebanon. Right, um, the second place guy, which this was an invitational from obviously all country. over the yeah. place. Um, the second place time was four ten oh seven. Wow. Third wow. Was, third was yeah. 410.22. So they are just neck Fourth and was 410.31. So you had four guys finish within three one hundredths. Is that right? Of a three second. Tenths. Was, three tenths? Yeah. Okay. My that had to be great. a sprint for the finish. Oh, that they was, always that sprint was, to the finish, yeah. but, but, but. But an actual sprint, you know. That is wild. <laughs> yeah. So That is wild. So with that, with that, speaking of running, <laughs> let's give you Friday's rundown. This is the rundown. 
The Friday Rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915 or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in southern Middle Tennessee. In baseball action on Thursday, the Atlanta Braves defeated Washington 5-1. It was Tampa Bay 9, the Yankees 2 the Red Sox defeated Houston 5-1, Colorado over Texas 11-6, the Pirates with a 5-3 win over Miami, and the Brewers defeated Arizona 7-4. The White Sox were 4-1 winners over Detroit, while the Royals edged Minnesota 6-5. The Reds, a 4-2 winner over St. Louis. Seattle, a 6-2 winner over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> the San Francisco Giants defeated the Cubs 7-2, and the Padres edged the Mets 4-3. In NBA playoff action, both elimination games, Denver defeated Portland 126-115, and the Suns 113, the Lakers 100, putting Laker fans and that team out of their misery. In the, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, it was the Bruins 2, the Islanders 1 in overtime, and the Carolina Hurricanes with a 3-2 win over Tampa Bay. Yeah, they get a game back in that series now, trail Tampa Bay 2-1 in it. In the Women's College World Series, upset of the day, James Madison 4, Oklahoma 3. The top-seeded Sooners fall in eight innings. Uh, Oklahoma State then edged Georgia 3-2 before Alabama Pretty well dominated Arizona 5-1, to one, and then UCLA also dominated over Florida State with a 4 nothing win. Tom Brady's niece, Maya, with a two-run jack late in that one. Um, Friday's baseball action. The Braves begin a three-game series with the Dodgers at Truist Field. Game time is 6-20. That game will be seen on ESPN+. Plus. can also be heard on our sister station, 103.7. WKRM-FM pregame starts at 5.05. In NBA playoff action, it's the Clippers at Dallas starting at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Stanley Cup playoff action, Montreal is at Winnipeg beginning at 6.30 on USA Network. And the Avalanche travels to Vegas for a 9 o'clock game that will be shown on NBCSN. Uh, the Women's College World Series tonight will be on ESPN2. Both winner's bracket games, Oklahoma State and James Madison at 6. Alabama, UCLA, the 2 and 3 seeds go at it at 8.30 in the nightcap. College World Series action begins today in the Knoxville Regional at 11 a.m. On the ACC Network, Liberty will take on Duke. And in the nightcap over in East Tennessee, it's Wright State and the Tennessee Volunteers. That will be a 5 o'clock first pitch, and that will be seen on ESPN3. The Nashville Regional. At noon today, Georgia Tech and Indiana State take the field, and that will be seen on ESPN3 as well. And tonight on the SEC Network at 6 p.m., it's Presbyterian and Vanderbilt. And that's going to do it for your Friday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, when we come back, we've got Kevin Eady, Columbia Central Principal on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. We'll be right back in the Lee Company studio. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint, coming to you from the Lee Company Studio right here in Columbia, off West Seventh uh, WKOM Studios. Happy to have you guys with us here on 101.7 FM this morning on Facebook Live and on Twitter. Appreciate you hanging out. We are excited to bring in our next guest on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. I want to get to it quickly because we have a lot to talk about. That is brand new, well, newly named mm-hmm. Columbia Central High School principal, Mr. Kevin Eady. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, good morning. Thank you for the invitation. Well, we appreciate we appreciate you accepting it, Kevin. Um, newly named Columbia Central Principal, officially set to um, begin duties on July first. I don't think you have the luxury of waiting until July first to actually begin duties, Kevin. Do you? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm beginning. I'm beginning to work uh, on on things and get information on, on Columbia Central. Uh, beginning today. Uh, also, I'm finishing up some things at Hitman County. Uh, my contract there goes through June 30th. Uh, but I will be doing things um, at multiple schools. I've done this before. It's not easy, but it, it can be done. How far is it door-to-door from Columbia Central to Hickman County High School? Oh, it's about 30 minutes. 32, about 32 minutes is usually when I go that way. Um which is it's not bad. It's probably about 32 miles, something like that. It's not bad. Not a bad trip. That's not bad. Where do you live? I do live here in Columbia, uh, on the north side of Columbia. Okay. So so that, that does help, I guess, a little bit. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I live about, it takes about 15 minutes to get from my house to Columbia Central. Uh, so um, it, it won't be... I won't be going that far out of the way of my normal travels. Um, there's a lot of things that I'd like to ask you, but as Chris said, we there are some things that our listeners want us to ask you. And so with that in mind, um, two coaching vacancies in particular, well, two co- coaching vacancies in existence there at Central, one since mid-March, the girls' basketball situation, and then um, – the softball coaching position, which was filled this spring on an interim basis. Um, 
I guess from an athletic standpoint, those are priorities one and two for you right now? Uh, yes. Uh, athletically, uh, we have to get those. Uh, it's not only athletics, but there's also academic, there's also teaching positions that I have to fill too. Uh, so I'm getting the information on the on the applicants that uh, applied back in March. Now we're talking March to May uh, to June. Excuse me. Uh, you you got to find out who's still interested, who's still available, and then find out who might be available uh, if uh, if not. Uh, don't have the uh, candidates that I that I'm I'm looking for or have the availability to have yet. So uh, it's it's going to be a, a very strenuous process, but I'm going to do uh, my due diligence in getting that field both as a coaching vacancy and also teaching positions. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with newly named Columbia Central High School Principal Kevin Eady, that's, I mean, that's really the crux of of what we are interested in. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm curious. Do you do you have an idea of what open teaching positions you currently have at at the school? I, I, I I've seen the positions that I have uh, based on the uh, online. Uh, gotcha. I will be having a meeting today to get more specific uh, information uh, about those uh, positions and those who have uh, applied for those positions. Okay. So, so I mean, once you get that, that's when you can really start barreling down the the candidates that, that you guys – now, in this process, uh, you will work with Murray County Athletics Director – Chris Pointer, am I am I correct in that? Yeah, we will work uh, together uh, to get he'll give me the information, and I will uh, team with him in uh, finding out who the candidates are still interested, uh, setting up interviews, uh, setting up the people to be available for those interviews. Uh, I'm gonna start that today. Uh, hopefully, as soon as I get that information. So that's my my weekend planned out to do this. <laughs> that's that's where that that overlap come kind of comes into play. Um, working for Hickman County and working for Columbia Central, I guess, um, is where those Saturdays suddenly become work days. Yes, uh, I will. Uh, I will be doing a lot of a lot of things at night. Uh, a lot of things during the days any free time uh in hitman county my fridays are scheduled off so i can spend a lot of time on fridays to get that uh, taken care of and work with the, the people at columbia central high school speaking on the parks motor sales hotline with newly named columbia central principal kevin Eady, um talking about the athletic aspect of his um arrival in particular and you know, Kevin, I, I think people need to understand that, you know, you you value athletics as a former three-sport standout at Moore County. Athletics is something that is particularly important to you in your administrative role. Uh, yes. Um, my upbringing, I guess that would be the best word, is, is around the athletics. Uh, we were allowed to play ball, as they said back in those days. But 
coming with playing ball, you had to be. We had, I had to do the things academically in the classroom. Uh, I did. I uh, was fortunate enough to have great teachers, great coaches who uh, made sure we did uh, the things in the classroom that we were supposed to do to be able to leave uh, Lynchburg, go to college, and be successful. And I'm uh, very proud of my uh, classmates, which were also my cousins, who we we're all very successful as coaches, engineers, uh, marketing experts, and things like that. So. Uh, I truly feel athletics gave us the uh, self-discipline and the work ethic uh, to uh, be successful in life. And that's what I've always passed on to my uh, students uh, that do play sports, whether it was little league or high school. or And then even I've had the pleasure of coaching some kids that have moved on to the, the next level in college. And uh, that's one thing I, I hope I pass along to them that, uh, you know, you can play ball, you can be good, but you have to have that academic aspect to fall back on. You know, I, I had a chance to speak with Michael Hickman, the director of schools, um, a couple of nights ago regarding your appointment to um, to this position. And the one thing that he said that was important was um, you are a culture builder and that he felt like that was something that Columbia Central particularly needed in in filling this position, um, what is your reaction to hearing that assessment of you and what you do? Well, that's very flattering, is all, number one, and I appreciate those uh, sentiments. Uh, I just leave uh, in a way uh, that I want people to work together. Uh, I'm in the fight with them. Uh, I don't ask any teacher or any student to do anything that I'm not willing to do. Uh, I have, in my past, done everything from clean the building to uh, do private, do tutoring sessions myself. Uh, that that I think I feel that if the leader of your organization or in the school building is willing to do anything for and uh, for the students, for the teachers, uh, they that builds crop camaraderie uh and also it shows that if he can do it then i can do it also and it builds in that self-discipline on everyone else and uh, i truly feel that way so i don't know if i'm really a cultural builder I, I i see myself as a person that goes in and tries to get everybody to unite into this common goal and be careful what you say. Uh, you know, we, we have a former coach of yours in studio with us. We can always verify this now. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's really uh, neat. Tell us, Coach Mike, is that is everything he said accurate? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that struck me when I was working with him at, at the middle school in Mount Pleasant was uh, not only did he have high uh, uh, academic standards for his kids, but the kids had fun around him. They knew when he meant business, but they also knew they could have fun with him. And, and that was one of the things that struck me about his leadership was uh, they, they knew his place. They knew what he was there for, but they enjoyed being around him. And that's kind of unusual for a principal, quite, quite frankly. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with newly named Columbia Central Principal Kevin Eady. Kevin, dropping back to the girls' basketball coaching situation for just a second because i have received a text and 
I'm not going to disclose who it's from, but, um, quote, tell them to ask if he will open the application process back open for the basketball job. Probably more will apply now that he is principal. Um, what is the status of the the search, Kevin? I mean, will you be accepting more applications? Is it closed? What's what's the plan as far as that goes? That is going to be decided hopefully in our meeting today. Um, like I said, we I need to see who's already applied uh, by pol- by the school policy. Uh, probably have to get some permission to do some things if I need to reopen it again. Uh, I don't know. I ha- I'll be honest with you. I have not received anything from anyone that knows me that would be uh, possibly interested other than uh, maybe what's on the list. So I have to see the list and, and, and see uh, what's there and find out who's qualified because it could open up again because, you know, within the last three months, people – went out and, and got other positions and things like that. And they might want to apply again. So uh, that's a discussion that uh, we'll probably have today. There you have it. Uh, that's good information. I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, where these coaching searches go, obviously. I mean, with it being you know, June 4th, it's it's going to be a difficult process. And with the dead period starting June 28th. Yeah, I think it's going to be a difficult process. So I, th- I think your job is is going to be tough. And uh, But if anybody can do it, we feel like uh, you, you certainly can. Uh, station manager Clayton Harris walked through the door and said to tell you that he said hello. And, yeah, hello, Clayton. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he he's really excited about working with you over at Columbia Central, and I know a lot of people are. I think so. we're all looking forward to working with you over here, and, and considering that you live up on the north side, I guess it's safe to say welcome home. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, you know, I did live in Hitman County, but I never moved. I've lived in my home now for about 16 years. So, uh, you know, I, I, I taught at Columbia Central High School, uh, when I moved to Murray County back in, I think that was 96 or 97. And uh, I spent two years there. Uh, my daughter is a graduate of Columbia Central High School, so uh, it means a lot to the Edie family. We appreciate it. Uh, Eric Coble said Coach Edie is dumb man. Dumb man. So, dumb capital man. T, capital M. <laughs> no, dumb. Oh, dumb, dumb man. That's right. Okay, got you. So got there you, you. go. Uh, Coach, thanks for, for coming on with us today. We really appreciate it, and uh, good luck, and uh, enjoy your working in two different places for a month. <laughs> no, I will. Uh, you know me, I'm, I'm always – I can't sit still anyway. I'm the I'm a, the, the picture beside the word uh, – uh, short attention span <laughs> so, so uh I, being they've been moving like that it hits me to a t so this was i'm i'm enjoying it i'm looking forward to uh getting to the school and and uh real real re-greeting with everyone because i think i know just about everyone so uh, uh so i'm looking forward to getting started with work with columbia central high school right. go line Go lines indeed. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got Chris Lee of VandySports.com joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline as well. So stick around. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 
When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. about it's southern middle tennessee sports today once again with mo here's chris welcome back into southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint coming to you from the lee company studio here in columbia in the front porch studio of wkom on west 7th this is a a fantastic place. We appreciate you guys listening in WKOM and on uh, worldwide, WKOMradio.com and FrontPorchRadioTN.com. Just say, Alexa, play WKOM, and it will. Apparently, I think we got the, the bugs fixed yesterday, so hopefully you guys are listening to us wherever you are, especially those of you who are interested in talking about the NCAA College World Series, Division One, College World Series. We talked about Division Twos yesterday with Chase Sane, Trevecca, head baseball coach. Today we visit with VandySports.com's Chris Lee on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Chris, welcome into the show. Thanks for joining us. Hey, good morning. It is a fun time of the year uh, in college baseball's tournament. I think it's going to be very interesting. A lot going on, obviously, Chris. Um, Obviously, you'll be keeping an eye on that Nashville Regional with um, Indiana State making a return trip to Nashville, taking on Georgia Tech in the opener today, followed by Vanderbilt and Presbyterian as the NCAA selection committees continue their trend of setting up storylines whenever possible, Presbyterian being where Tim Corbin began his college coaching career before um, going to Clemson and coming on to Vanderbilt. So, um couple of intriguing matchups there on well, later today, I guess. Yeah, at least it's not, uh, you know, three of the same four teams in the regional. Again, it was back-to-back a couple of years ago when it was Vanderbilt going to Clemson and getting St. John's in its first game. But uh, you do see Indiana State making a return trip after the last time here in 2019, uh, which was fairly predictable. Georgia Tech. In fact, I, I called it the night before. I said, I think they're going to get Indiana State and Georgia Tech. Just looking at geography and where people could, could go and not go, and that's exactly how it wound up. But uh, in, in any case, uh, that's the draw, and, and I'll be in ballpark tonight to take a look at it. What What are the impressions right now about Vanderbilt, Chris? I mean, they come in as what the um... – the number three national seed probably didn't have quite the SEC tournament that, that folks would have liked or expected. Um, is there some fatigue there mentally or physically, or was it just a tough run of baseball? I mean, Man, it's hard to say, and I wish I knew. Um, 
you know, look, they, they didn't need to go down there and tear that tournament up. They needed to get some guys some rest. They've been as banged up as I ever remember them being banged up. You know, not just the pitching injuries where they lost a couple of key components to their bullpen, uh, not just Jack Leiter, but you've had C.J. Rodriguez, who I don't think it's been 100%. You've had the issues in the middle infield with take Cole Witness, or was it six weeks or whatever? Carter Young's been out a couple of weeks, so there's been some shuffling around. And you know, I said going in, just get out of the tournament and, and be healthy. And I think they did that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned that they didn't hit better down there. Uh, I'm a little concerned that Kumar Rocker didn't throw better. But at the end of the day, this is a team that's got the two most start, talented starting pitchers in America. Uh, nowhere is that the commodity you want to have more so than this event. I think their lineup is very good. And, and frankly, if they're all healthy heading into the regional, that makes them a little bit more dangerous. I think that they've got some other arms. I think the biggest thing coming out of last week was Christian Little threw exceptionally well, which I didn't really expect. And that's a harbinger of what's ahead with that kid. Um, then I think if Rocker and Lighter or rocker and lighter the way we've seen him pitch, then I, you know, tell me who's going to beat them. I know Arkansas is a great team, but nobody's got that kind of pitching. Now that's the optimistic scenario. And, and I don't know what's going to show up again. I wish, you know, to be more secure about what I'm saying, it would have been nice to see them hit better. It would have been nice to see rocker throw better. Uh, but sometimes you see that. Uh, sometimes you see teams that don't play great in a conference tournament, but they catch their breath and then they go on a run through the NCAA tournament bracket. And my suspicion is that's what's going to happen with them. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Chris Lee of VandySports.com. Um, Chris, you mentioned Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. They were both um, first-team All-America selections by Collegiate Baseball earlier this week, uh, yesterday, I guess. Um, while... Outfielder Enrique Bradfield Jr. was named a second-team All-American. You know, obviously, no shock that Rocker and Leiter were recognized, and it won't be the last. But Bradfield, did you expect, I mean, did you feel like he was making the national impact that apparently he did, at least with uh, collegiate baseball? Uh, you know, I hadn't thought about it. I, I would have thought probably no, because the freshman usually isn't on people's radar. But then again, he'd been, I guess, freshman of the year in the league. Uh, I had had him on my first team All-SEC team. He has been phenomenal in conference play. And, you know, Mo, they're on TV a lot, let's be honest. Uh, that didn't hurt his case at all. Uh, not saying that it's undeserved, because I think it probably was. But yeah, I was a little surprised, because you don't usually see freshmen uh, especially on a team that the pitching dominated, and that's where the attention comes from. I get that kind of attention, but I, I think he led the country in steals, or at least did at one point. I haven't checked on that lately. And I think when, when you change the game in a tangible way, the way that Enrique Bradfield Jr. does, I think when you get the publicity that you get at Vanderbilt from the being on TV and, and being probably the preeminent program in college baseball, uh, sometimes – to the victors go the spoils and, and, and um, you know, not saying again that it's undeserved because I think it was, but um, probably less a surprise that, that it comes for a guy at Vanderbilt than, than say, someone at Kentucky. You know, he it, it feels like he's kind of bringing the stolen base back. 
Yeah, if if he's on first, he's on third. Uh, yeah, and and I, I agree with that. Uh, and and I just see how much time and energy <laughs> he takes from pitchers. I think Florida, the, the first time he got on base in Gainesville, I think they threw over the first nine times, and it got so bad that they watered the base pass down. And, and between that and the throwing over, uh, someone who was at the game down there told me that he went down in the tunnel in the fourth inning and had to change uniforms because his was so muddy just from all Florida did to try to stop him. I think that tells you a lot when a kid who is a freshman commands that much of a team's attention, not just during a game, but before it as well. I, I think that speaks for itself. And, man, he's fun to watch. And, Mo, I'll tell you something else interesting yesterday. Someone asked Tim Corbin a question about leadership, and the four guys he named were Rocker, uh, Tate Colwick, Dominic Keegan, and, and then Enrique Bradfield Jr. And, and he expanded on Bradfield a little bit. And, and that's a surprise. You don't usually see a freshman come in to a situation like that. And granted, it's an unusual year because they didn't have baseball last year. And if you look at the lineup from the 2019 team, all those starters in Omaha are gone. So it's a different situation. But to see a freshman come in and lead right away to where the coach mentioned it, that that was one of those things that, had me raising my eyebrows a bit. Led the team in walks by a large margin, <laughs> 13 more than the – I'm sorry, 11 more than the next uh, guy on the team. So that's another thing, you know, and then a 99.1 fielding percentage. You can't ask for much more from somebody if you're gonna, if you're talking All-American. So uh, well done to him. I, I, speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline right now with – Chris Lee as Vanderbilt prepares to take on Presbyterian in the opening round of the College World Series tonight at 6 o'clock. That game is on SEC Network. Uh, Chris, we have about three minutes left, and as the resident softball guy, I have to bring up uh, a post that you made. I guess it was on a message board that uh, Vanderbilt has been at least exploring the idea of adding softball to to their sports uh, at the school is uh, is this something that's in the very beginning stages or is this had been uh, on the minds of folks for a while what's the deal here well yeah that was a, a post I made on a private message board that was kind of a tidbit that someone screenshotted and made public <laughs> all, all, all that all that to say uh, that, that was just a little thing I dropped that I had I'd picked up on someone had, had told me and I'd, I'd run that past a couple of other sources. They said, yeah, we heard it too. So literally what I posted is about all I know, uh, that they're looking into it. Of course, they've got Casey Stangle um, on the football staff, who was with Tim Corbin's baseball staff. She was a great college softball player. I've heard that she's maybe been involved in the movement to push it. I think someone responded to that tweet and said the league has kind of been uh, encouraging them or pushing them or whatever your, your word of choice is there. Uh, towards getting sports that are that I have built-in TV audiences. I, I don't know if that's the way it was said, but that's the way that I interpreted it. Uh, softball has just gotten – just it has exploded in popularity. I, I don't watch it. I don't have time to uh, just because I've got my hands full of what I cover. But it's hard not to notice how popular softball has gotten. And if I'm the league, I'm, I'm wanting that too. And frankly, a place like Vanderbilt where – Academics is a big driver, and 
you know, there aren't the pro opportunities in other sports, uh, you know, for softball that are, say, there for football and basketball. You know, I would think that you could get a higher-end academic kid. I think that the Vanderbilt degree, all things being equal, would be a little more attractive. And so, um, you know, I, I don't know where they are in the process, but you can certainly see a lot of reasons why it makes sense. Would love to see it personally. That's just me. Uh so there you go. Chris Lee, VandySports.com. Uh, we appreciate your time this morning and looking forward to your coverage of the College World Series. Thank you so much. All right. Again, Chris Lee on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline joining us here uh, as we get ready for hour number two coming up right after this. We talk with Nashville Sounds play by play voice Jeff Him as we do on each and every Friday. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back to the Lee Company Studio. 